Let me tell you about what happened last time on Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. You're standing eye to eye with a familiar foe, a 20 foot tall granite statue of the mighty wizard Zazerpan the Learned. It definitely seems like each of the kids have problems with their parents' specific obsession, I'll guess, I'll say. So we've learned so much about the Lalonde family in the space of these three pages. I think they've written a Mountain Goat song about this. <laughs> the fact that, like, as we go further into this, I am more picking up the lingo is, like, both, like, interesting to me and, like, infuriating. The liquor bottles are out in full force. Mom is surely nearby. Like, I, I feel, like, the turn of this is that, like, Rose's mother actually, like, cares a lot. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is doing all of these things because she does not, she is not a good enough mother to know how to, like, show love normally. <laughs> of course, I think the thing we should be talking about is Gardnostic has future vision. I'm in my room again. I really think there's someone else in this house, like, monsters or something. Rose, you throw right out of that front door. She's, she's going for it. Ah, Right into mom. First, be the pony. Second, trample mom. You can't be this stupid pony. And frankly, you can't imagine why anyone would want to. But you give the pony a begrudging pat on the snout anyway. Her name is Maplehoof. <laughs> I wonder if that is a name that Rose has come up with or is a name that has come with the pony. <laughs> That's a good question. That's just what the pony's name is. Yeah, okay, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maplehoof is the best Homestuck character. Okay. <laughs> I, I know that there is a, a deep lore of horses in Andrew Hussey's yeah. work and Andrew Hussey adjacent work. Andrew Hussey has a uh, McElroy brother-esque affection for horses. Yeah, I, I heard stories of a painting. Yeah, we'll get to that painting. Uh, and I've heard stories of a man named Aaron who has inspired several characters. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll get to that guy. Okay. John, turn around! <clears throat> oh. Right. I'm gonna read the narration before I read the uh, book text. You're trying to read, okay? This book is already unpleasant enough as it is, without weird voices in your head nagging you to do things. Besides, I thought we already agreed there's no such thing as monsters. So we have an excerpt from Data Structures for Assholes! Chapter 7. God damn it, why do I even bother? The good news. Finally, your revolting incompetence can be put to use. Instead of accidentally firing a Silidex full of steak knives into a priceless oil painting for your, or your beloved great-aunt, you can turn that fumbling theory toward one of your foes, such as the ability to grasp painfully simple concepts. The bad news. I'm tired of explaining myself hoarse to you gibbering fuckwads. In this chapter, I will be phoning it in with... Liberal use of diagrams and shitty clip art. What are you gonna do about it? You're gonna wriggle in your own viscous secretions like the worms you are, that's what. Here, learn something for a change. Uh, it's just a diagram of someone using a, you know, their, the fact that items get forcefully ejected from the inventory to attack people. Mm-hmm. 
asshole notes! Purse your lips together to form a stiff pucker. Apply them firmly to my rear end. I now pronounce you man and wife. Now, get, uh, I don't like that joke. It's yeah, that's that's not a good joke. Yeah, I, even though the 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 writer is supposed to be a raunchy asshole, the get in the kitchen and make me dinner joke is just. And, I and think then, that was getting played in two thousand nine, even. Yeah, and then the gendered slur at the end. Yeah, I mean, again, the writer of this book is obviously not a nice man, but even at, so, like at a certain point, like you are. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like, the phrase, God damn it, why do I even bother, like, is, I think, better asshole-nish. Yes. Than resorting to, you know, kind of cheap, uh, tired jokes. I agree. Yeah, so this this is obviously a, a copy of the For Dummies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for which assholes instead of for dummies. Reminds me of another tangent I will be, I swear will be very quick. Okay. Uh, I once, when walking through a Barnes & Noble, saw a copy of... Uh, depression for dummies, and I felt like that was maybe not the best. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not the oh. smartest, like, you know, context to put that title in. Everything you need to know about the crippling sadness that's destroying you from inside. Well, it's just, like, the for dummies part. Like, I was like, you don't need to, like, I'm already feeling down about myself. Like, don't. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh uh, next exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Fine, you'll interrupt your reading and turn around, but you don't see what could possibly be so... Oh my god, it's a monster! And I, I assume the Pokemon noise is playing. Yeah. <laughs> or the, the Final Fantasy one, if you want to get... Yeah, on the, uh, the first episode... Or no, and, oh, that part is on the second episode, I guess. Oh. When he fought Dad, I put in the, uh, Mario RPG music. Ooh. Ooh like, xylophone. Brrrr thing that feel that feels right yeah i will say i did listen to the first episode because i'm one of those people who likes to listen to herself talk on podcasts hey that's all right um and especially because i know that you i've listened to other episodes of let me tell you about homestuck before i was on it mm-hmm. and i know that you like to put in the music i do that's true and i i find that entertaining yeah i i'm pretty proud of how it came out i i think it was rather good yeah well thank you Mm-hmm. Next, next, next! Exclamation more, explain him, so on. Etc. Yeah. Uh, John's got his first, like, real battle and not just weird fight with his dad. Yeah. Uh, and the, oh, the imp's got uh, John's, like, Con Air bunny. Yep. Yeah. Don't move where the bunny gets it. Don't Aggressive. Move where the bunny gets it. Oh, John has yeah. fucked up orally. Yeah, John, that sledgehammer was maybe too big for him. Yeah. Yeah. He tried. He got little boy arms. He does have little boy arms. And he also has fake arms, but those are somewhere those else. Those are unavailable at the moment. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, John, he's, he's a little boy. He, yeah. want, he wants to be a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> we can't We can't do it! Wait, is this an episode of Better Podcasts? Shit! No, we can't! <laughs> we can't have sub-podcasts tra- uh, uh, transcend multiple podcasts. It's a jungle out there. Oh, God, everything is collapsing in on itself. Well, I mean, that seems, like, right for Homestuck. Yeah, you know, you're not wrong. <laughs> Let's have Rose exit. You leave through the back door. Nearby is the Transformer, which distributes electricity from the underground generator powered by the river flowing beneath your house. 
The Transformer was struck by lightning, though, and no longer works. You wonder if your mother has any plans to have it fixed. You guess she'd rather just play her mind games in a dark house like a weirdo. You can see the mausoleum and the portable generator across your backyard. You're almost there. I, I, I now also remember that like one of my best friends is named Rose. Oh, really? That's yeah, funny. and she has kind of a, a hatred of this comic. Oh, just... yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> like, I, I don't think mainly with the comic itself. No, but with... I, I get it. My name's yeah. Luke. I get it. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, thankfully, the only, like, uh, you know, in my youth, many people did not have a reference to make about my name, and now people just reference uh, Ashley from WarioWare. Oh, sure. Or uh, Ash from Hey Ash, What You're Playing. Yeah. Both of which I'm okay with, and actually, Ashley from WarioWare is where I kind of got my name in a weird roundabout way. Oh, alright, yeah, I don't... If that's the case, I'm not sure you even get a grievance if people do that. <laughs> no, yeah, so I am totally fine with it. Yeah. Uh, let's have Rose use Umbrella. Alright, she grabs it and everything yeah. falls out of her inventory and the W sticks to the Transformer. <laughs> good, good, good goof. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's the thing, like, if you pull off the root, then everything comes, right? That's the... Yeah, her inventory is less... Like, she can access stuff, but she can only access one item, and when she does, she loses every other item. That seems not great. No, not really. Like, she can hold more. Right. She but can she hold, can't... apparently, infinite many. But she cannot use much. Yeah. Or I, or she can, but only at great inconvenience. Yeah, I, I wonder if at some point she will use that great inconvenience to her benefit. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Do you actually know, or am I... Or am... Well, of course I do. Okay. <laughs> I know everything. I, I, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the I, Doc I... Scratch of this webcomic, and you don't even get that reference yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know so much I can make references you don't understand! I think I saw that cosplay somewhere. Yeah, probably. Uh, I feel like I should do a comic where, or a podcast where I just bring you into something that only I know about. Sure. But I feel yeah. like I that would either just be us watching wrestling or me but, or me yeah. forcing you to read Yuri. And I, I think either of us want that. <laughs> like, I, I, can, I can spit game about 100 Juku Joshi or girlfriends, but right. neither of us want that, really. Well, just, I want it, you're but... You're just going to start the Yuri book club? Yeah. I mean, you're going to run out of Totally Spies episodes someday. It seems yeah. like a good direction to go from there. Oh, I just... Oh, I my dad just texted me a wrestle-related thing. <laughs> uh, if I had interest music, it would be big in Japan. <laughs> Wait, and, is that your dad saying that, or is he yeah. texting it for you? Okay. And then dot dot dot, just saying dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good dad text. My, my, my dad sends good dad texts occasionally. Yeah. Uh, next. You regather your items and begin the soggy trek mausoleum word. Get up, John. This is no time for slumber. Alright, John's John's back at it. Oh, this is straight up. Oh, you gotta, like, walk around with the arrow keys and, like, use spacebar to whack this monster. It, it, it may just because I am have the sound turned up for uh, Skype, but it, it seems very loud. 
Yeah, no, it's very loud. I mute the sound of all these pages as soon as we get to them, because I'm just going to edit it into the podcast anyway. Oh, it, it is good that you can click all. You can click also, because I cannot... Oh. Uh, yeah, I so... like the weird, like, glitchy health bars that Homestuck has, where instead of, like, the the, the part in the middle going down, the, the whole health bar just, like, shifts sideways. And, yeah, like, the part of it is no longer green or whatever, yeah. or pink. Like, it looks like something that was probably a bug when this page was being programmed, and they just decided to keep it that way as a joke. Yeah. It looks like something that, like, someone's, like, first RPG maker would do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, uh let's forget the W rose and make haste to the mausoleum. Retrieving the W never even crossed your mind. It's just a stupid magnet. Yeah. Rose is in, like, a very dramatic situation. There is both rain and fire descending from the heavens. Yeah. That like, That is, it is some apocalyptic shit. Yeah, like, the wind is blowing hard enough she can barely hold on to that umbrella. This is some serious shit. Next. Yeah, just we're getting the whole tableau here. That fire, that forest fire is, like, closer than I would want it to be. Yeah, well, I mean, she's in a bad situation. Yes. She's taking a bit, you know, blase attitude about it. Yeah. But, yeah. Not great. No. Not great at all. John, salvage your weapon and fight on! Meanwhile, John's just doing goofy horse shit with this imp. Pick up the head of the hammer. Oh, I see. As you pick things up, you get to, like, smack the elf with shit. Or imp, whatever he is. Yeah. And that towel did nothing. No. Oh, that... The... The the thing... The blue thing... Actually hurt. Like the the head of the hammer is the one that really smacks him. He did some sweet shit with the PDA, though. Yeah, he did. Like, going off the edge of the screen like he's in a fighting game. Yeah. Like he's... Deadpool in a fighting game. Like, walking up the screen. Totally. Or I guess he could be walking up the wall that is directly next to... Nah, I'm going with the Deadpool thing. Okay. You said... Oh, he's reaching for that bunny. Put the bunny back in. He's holding it. The box. It is gone. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? He slam dunks it in there so hard it comes out the bottom. That seems about right. Yeah. So I I, I like that the the implication that this, uh, the, you know, the desert wanderer Somehow knows the Con Air reference, yeah. Yeah, or like has, has picked it up from l- watching John enough. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Maybe he doesn't even know that it's a reference to a movie. Right, he just knows that John said to put the bunny back in the box. Yeah. Now exalt, victory spoils are yours. Oh, John leveled up. The amazing victory allows you to scale the first two achievement rungs of your etch-a-ladder. You're now a plucky tot with a new feather in your cap to show for it. The Etchaladder rewards your bold ascent with 125 boon dollars. You waste little time in storing them in your ceramic pork hollow. Additionally, climbing the rungs has boosted your gel viscosity and cachet limit. Oh, he's, oh, he's climbed to the rung Juvisquirt. Oh, no, that's below Plucky Tot. That's what, yeah. that's what he skipped. Yeah, he, he has just he has leveled up two times. Yeah, and the... the I, I kind of want this in an RPG where every level has its own title. I feel like, yeah, like, that is, like, that is either being made right now, yeah. or... 
Like, that, that's the kind of truly scary thing about Homestuck, is that I feel like Homestuck, um, partly through, you know, Homestuck just being incredibly popular. Yeah. And through Undertale, it is slowly but surely going to invade, uh, like, actual video games. Definitely. But yeah, just looking through these, he starts off as Green Tyke, he goes Juva Squirt, Plucky Tot, Fidgety Bopper, Ankle Biter, Champ Fry, Pesky Urchin, Nipper Cadet, Brave Sprout, Cool Buckaroo, Knee High Pilgrim, Moppet of Destiny, Gadabout Pipsqueak, Boy Skylark, Rumpus Buster, and Lodestar Youth. And that's only the beginning. Yep. There's a there's a scroll bar that is Yeah, that that little scroll thing is not big. Yeah. That I, I I will say I when we loaded up this page, I did click the scroll bar to see if it was <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's not unreasonable to check. And then John's doing a little dance. He is He's happy. Yeah. yeah. He had his first victory. Yeah. Uh next. By expanding your cash limit, you've made room for all that nice grist you just collected. You now have 32 fragments of build grist and 10 fragments of shale. Uh, what about that card? What about that card, though? It seems the shale imp had allocated the bunny to its strife specibus. Sort of a stupid thing to use for a weapon, but you might as well grab it and stick the bunny in your strife deck while you're at it. It'll at the very least be safer there. So now John can use the bunny uh, strife. Yes, yeah, so he can fight with hammers or rabbits. I think that's an interesting way to go about this. Yeah. Which is almost kind of grisly in that, like, in killing your enemies, you can take their strife speculuses and then use... Yeah. I feel like that never comes back as a thing that can happen again after this. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I was just about to ask, like, oh, I, I think this is cool. I bet it never comes back. <laughs> yeah, no, I it I can't promise it never does, but I do not think it does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, okay is the command. I'm taking that as... No, yeah, I, I was doing this. Great. I was being clever. <laughs> and now that yeah. I'm... Yeah. Talking about my cleverness, it's really right. just... Yeah, well... Hammer home. You, you grab the two specify in your strife portfolio. No self-respecting strifer would be caught dead without one. So this is also something worth uh, looking at. Um, the fact that he broke his hammer also broke the card. Hmm. So now he can't fight with hammers, he can just fight with handles. That would fixing it... Why don't we find out? Okay. Gather the scattered bits of your large hammer... Oddly enough, it seems breaking the sledgehammer altered the abstratus from hammer kind to handle kind, even going as far as expelling the head of your smaller hammer from your deck to force compliance. You didn't even notice in the heat of the battle. You grab the sledgehammer handle, expelling the useless Harlequin figurine. And that Harlequin figurine is broken now. Yep, just smashed. Now repair the hammer! You merge the sledgehammer head with its handle and return it to your strife deck, repairing the hammer kind abstratus in the process. The smaller hammer handle is ejected from the deck, since, of course, handles of any sort no longer belong in there. Obviously. Obviously. So, yes, you can repair your weapon to repair your strife card. Okay. Does that come back up later? Yes, it does. Okay. I drew special attention to it, because it's actually going to be a pretty big deal. Oh, okay. Um... I like that it seems that the... I, I, I may just not be noticing it, but it seems like the handle bounces off of the hammer kind. Oh, does it? I thought card. it bounced off his head, but you might be right. Yeah, no, you're right. It does bounce off the... Yeah. Yeah, because uh, the question becomes, great, you can repair your weapon, 
But what if the weapon is a lot harder to repair than sticking a hammer onto a handle? Like a sword. I, I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I honestly know I just was guessing from what I've seen. Right, yeah. <laughs> like... So, like, you know, needles and... Yeah. A sword seems the hardest. Yeah. It'd be a real shame if Dave broke his sword. Yep. His cheap, cheap... <laughs> yes, his fake sword that probably came from an anime convention is not meant to actually be used in fights. Yep. I wonder if Dave watches Knife Show. <laughs> I'll bet he does. I can imagine that. I- I've been watching... Some people have been linking me to the YouTube streams of Knife Show. Oh, God. That's a fucking hole to go down. I'll bet, yeah. I, I was watching it last night, and the guy just walks home with the, like, uh... Trying to think of the... Because the, the word that they use sometimes in wrestling is not the right word to use. It is not PG. Not okay. PC. Great. Good. Uh, like a... Kindo stick? Oh, okay. He just walks around with a Kindo stick. <laughs> Um, and then he, like, says a southern drawl as you see a bunch of swords that have dragons on the hilt. It just goes, if you're not a big dog, then you need to stay off the porch. Oh my god. And I'm like, Jesus. Lord. (laughs) And then they show swords with weed on them, and then, like, guns. Oh man. Like, that show is, like, at, like, the same time, like, kind of, like, funny, in, like, a deeply ironic way, and then, like, also entirely terrifying. Right, yeah. Because there's an earnest audience for that program, and the products they're selling. Yeah, like, the, they, I've seen, I've the, like, the two times I've watched it, they have both been selling uh, Donald Trump, time to play the Trump card knife. Oh my god. Which, I was like, oh, gee, and then also, <sighs> they were selling First Nation headdresses, and I kind of got out of there. Wow, yeah, wow. <laughs> like, I don't think they were accurate. Yeah, I'll guess not. <laughs> oh boy, if, like, you want to feel, like, kind of funny and then, like, deeply unnerved. Right, yeah, that sounds like a good way to make that happen. <laughs> uh, next. It's fine, now what? But I cut you off when you said it before, so I'll allow it! Dave is pestering you, but you don't have time to deal with his nonsense right now. Something's amiss in your room. You can't quite put your finger on it. Is it all the viscous blood? <laughs> I Probably not. That seems more obvious. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, next. Uh, oh, we're back with Rose and her kitten mausoleum. Uh, hurry up and activate the generator. You fire up the generator and drag a cord into the mausoleum. It, of course, would be foolish to run the generator inside a confined space. Generator safety is everyone's business. Yes, like running a generator in a rainstorm also not the safest. But okay, yeah. Like, like also being near a forest fire, not the yeah. safest. Also true, especially not when you have a contraption full of gasoline. And also being in a house above a river, not the safest. Yeah, like we're they're not batting well anyway. So like, let's just go full force on this. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is a lovely, lovely mausoleum and tomb. Let's defile tomb. Let's defile the tomb. Sorry, Jaspers. Have to make space for the laptop. (laughs) Besides, your final resting resting place is already a mockery. You should have decomposed years ago under a bed of petunias like a normal cat. 
not given to a taxidermist and fitted with a tiny, custom-tailored suit, and then stuffed in a coffin built for infants. Oh, there's... There's a lot going on in that sense. There's a sentence. lot going on here. She she kicks the coffin and it opens, revealing uh, Jasper's... Yeah. With little X's over their eyes. Yeah, so you know that he's dead. Yeah. I wonder if that is just for the purposes of us, or if that has been taxidermied in. Oh, man. Wow. You know... We can't say for sure. Yeah, like, that... From what we've seen, uh, that seems like the kind of shit that they would pull. That definitely seems like the kind of shit they would pull. <laughs> have I just introduced a new Homestuck thing to you? You have. I think that's my <laughs> new headcanon. Uh, but, like, they're not, like, grizzly. It's, like, super cartoonish. Right, yeah, yeah. But, like, of course Rose's mom would make them super cartoonish. Yes. Like, I'm, like, when I'm... Get, we're talking about a, a, a dead body here, so we're already getting gross. But like, right. it is not like just like stitched. Like it is like large cartoonish X's. Yeah, that I don't even know how she got them on there, but I'm also positive she did. Now you're positive. Ah, uh, just read the command. Uh, plug in your laptop. You plug in your laptop and connect to the internet signal again. Everything predictably falls out of your Silidex, but you're not about to get bent out of shape about it. You have bigger fish to fry. Looks like Dave noticed you're back online. He pesters you like clockwork. And there's John. What on earth is he up to now? Just standing there. Yeah. The door, John. Look at the door! You're right. Didn't Rose yank the door off its hinges and prop it on your <laughs> bed? Someone or something has put it back and left it slightly ajar. Incredibly alarming. Investigate. <laughs> There's a bucket of water fell on his head. And a... The hilarity meteor has... Yeah, the, the prankster's gambit. John's yep. lost out on it again. What? This is so outrageous. Uh, well... It, the, the, the clown, the harlequin sprite merged with the ashes of his grandmother... Well, and now his grandmother is a ghost and also a clown. I think we all should have seen this coming. Yeah. It was really obvious in retrospect. Y yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, it's the basics of storytelling. Right, of course. Is that when you have ashes, right, they're going to fall and create a jesterly spirit. Yeah, that's just to be expected. Yeah. I remember and that scene from Meet the Parents. Yeah. Well, it's like if you show a gun... You know, you, like, the gun has to be used in Act 2. Right, and it's gonna shoot one of those little flags that says bang on it. Yeah. And hilarity, the, the prankster's folly will ensue. Yeah. Let's pester John. Yeah. J John feels pestered enough to me already, but I guess let's lump on. Oh, yeah. actually, we're not going to. Uh, Dave's gonna pester instead. No. Oh, there you are. John said your house was burning down? Are you on fire yet, or what? No, for now I have retired to the safety of a smaller building, which is much closer to the forest fire, threatening my residence. Oh, well that's a relief. John told me to get the game to help you get out of there, so I'm working on that now. Working on it? Yeah, my bro's copy. Long story. Hey, don't tell John this, but... I think he might have been right about the puppets. They're sort of... Starting to freak me out a little. You're referring to your brother's collection? I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I think it's cool and all. The semi-ironic puppet thing or whatever, or semi-semi-ironic. 
Man, I don't even know. I'm just starting to think some of this shit is getting a little far, and it's kind of fucked up. I've seen his websites. I like them. <laughs> yeah, well, you would. Oh, man, I wish little Cal wouldn't look at me like that. With those dead eyes, Jesus. Sometimes I dream that he's real and he's talking to me, and I wake up in a cold sweat and basically flip the fuck out. Interesting. Oh, God. Why did I just tell you my dream? You're gonna have a field day with that. I'm currently scrawling notes furiously into one of my mini psychoanalyst journals I've maintained for you. Published papers forthcoming. Uh, because you know, it's not like either of us have anything better to do at the moment than to evaluate each other's radically debilitating uh, pathologies. Yeah, Path I'm... Pathologies. There you go. That's how you say <laughs> that word. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna get moving. Oh, have you heard from John? He's not answering me. He won't answer me either. But I am watching him. I suspect he's preoccupied with the fact that he just had a bucket of water dumped on his head by the ghost of his dead grandmother, who also happens to be just like a clown. <laughs> Alright, I'm out. Later. Interrogate this mad woman. It's like, it's like Dave is starting to see the Matrix around him. I, I think that he is just, at this point, everything has just gone too fucking crazy that he is just rolling with these punches. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is, you know... A protagonist is in a game and like stuff starts happening and they kind of seem nonplussed about it. Right. It is because like it, at a certain point, like especially like in an action game or an yeah. adventure game, if you stay too long about the crazy shit you're seeing, you're just going to be go crazy yourself. Definitely. So uh, we have a sprite uh, yeah, we, log. Yeah, we have a sprite log. John's talking to his sprite. Um, Nana. Yes, dear. Oh, it's perfect. A plus. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> wow, you scared the living daylights out of me. <laughs> well, I guess it was a really great prank. Good one, Nana. Anyway, are you really my dead Nana? Of course, John. I have come back to help you on your journey through the medium. And beyond, I'm delighted to see what a fine young man you have turned out to be, just like your father. Okay, I guess I'll take your word for it. I don't remember you at all. My dad said I was really young when you died. Hey, speaking of which, do you know where he is? I looked everywhere for him. Next. Oh, we see. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, dad is fighting them imps off with a broom and he lost. I, I guess he has the, the broom. <laughs> yeah, he must have the broom striped specimens. <laughs> your father was kidnapped. Oh, no. Well, you crossed over to the medium. The medium is underlined, so that's why I yes. keep... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta give gravitas. Of course. It's apprehended by the very forces of darkness which your presence here has awakened. What? Okay, so what is the medium, and what are you talking about? It's where we are right now. Realm that is a ring of pure void, dividing light and darkness. It turns in the thick of the... The incisive fear. A uh, place untouched... Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think it's in Sipisphere, but also it's a made-up bullshit word, so who am I to correct you? Okay, thank you. <laughs> it's Sisyphere. A place untouched by the flow of time in your universe. You mean because we're inside a computer, or in the game software or something? A computer? What is that, dear? Some new finger contraption? Like the horseless auto boxcar? Well, uh, it's like this machine that, uh... Of course I know what a computer is, John. I was just pulling your leg. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Oh, okay. 
No, John, you're not inside a computer or software or anything like that. Try not to be so linear, dear. The software that brought you here was merely a mechanism that served as a gateway. Your routines, in a way, served to invoke this realm's instance. Yet it stands independently of any physical machine and somewhat paradoxically always has. I'm not sure I get it, but all right. Me so, either. What's that? Me either. Yeah, that's fair. No, it becomes, well, I was going to say it becomes more clear. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for respecting me. <laughs> uh, so what do I actually need to be doing here? I think it would be best if we started with the big picture. Go on. Flash animation of curtains pulling away to reveal a bunch of nested spirographs leading towards a beautiful blue world. Above the medium, beyond the seven gates, residing at the core of the Incisophere, is a place known as Skya. Legend holds that sky exists as a dormant crucible of a limited creative potential. What does this mean, UX? I'm afraid my lips are sealed about that, dear. Hoo-hoo! But needless to say, where a realm of such profound importance concerned, forces of light will ever be charred with its defense, while forces of darkness will just uh, persistently cover its destruction. Next. Still you. And as it so happens at the but center of this realm, whose fate is in question, the very forces duel on a stage, stuck in eternal stalemate. Yes, they have dueled in this manner before, that is, until you showed up. Yeah, it's just a chess, it's a three by three chessboard with two kings moving around each other. In a Mexican standoff, if you will. Yeah. Me? Question mark, question mark? Me? Question mark, question mark? Yes, you, John. Before your mishap with my ashes, you may recall the sprite's previous incarnation, incarnation which resulted in its kernel hatching. You see, the hatching occurs automatically in response to your arrival. It follows a pair of kernels, one dark, one light, each carrying the information that were prototyped with before the hatch. One goes down to a kingdom entrenched in darkness, the other up to a kingdom basking in light. Each comes to rest to an orb atop a spire, of which there are three others in kind. The four spires are situated above a throne, and those two thrones preside over their respective sovereign powers. And once the kernels are situated, that is when the game is afoot. The true war begins, light versus dark, good versus evil. This is a war that the forces of light are always destined to lose, without exception. Dang. So, yeah, so now the chessboard has various Harlequin-themed uh, yeah, chess like pieces. Yeah, clown-themed chessboard, yeah. A quest of futility, then. Wow, really? Then what's the point? That remains for you to find out, dear. For you see, the journey you're about to take is the ultimate riddle. Whoa! For now, your objective is to proceed towards Skya and pass through the first gate. Situated directly above your house, not even terribly far, the gate will become progressively more difficult to reach. So you better be prepared to sharpen your adventuring skills. How am I supposed to get up there? You build! Bye.
It's really so much more than that 